Hi, I'm Doug the Neighbor, and welcome to my podcast, Doug the Neighbor Podcast, coming to you from the Possum Trot Studios here in awesome Austin, Texas. To all of my friends around the world, this is July 4th weekend. Yes, July 4th was yesterday, but today is July 5th, so it's a weekend of celebrating the United States of America. And we have lots to talk about, some very interesting personal facts and figures about my love for the United States, and some historical facts about the Declaration of Independence. But to all of my podcast listeners, uh, welcome, glad that you are here on this Uh, USA July 4th weekend, and you know that we do a little bit of housekeeping, so let's begin. And first off, we would like to welcome Jojo Bear, our Vice President in charge of production and drinking all the Dr. Pepper. We have one left right here that he didn't drink, so welcome Jojo Bear here. He was a real party guy last night watching the fireworks. Okay, Jojo Bear is here in attendance to make sure that everything goes well. Let's go on over to the weather window. Yes, here in awesome Austin, Texas, it is day number two of over 100 degrees. And remember, in Texas, If it's over 80 degrees, it's really hot. If it's over 90 degrees, it's really, really hot. And over 100, it's stinking hot. So this is day two of over 100 degree weather. It's stinking hot. We are actually entering into the baked potato season where you feel like a baked potato when you go outside and, of course, Baked Potato Day is a, uh, a national day created by Doug the Neighbor, and that is the hottest day of the year, Baked Potato Day. Now, for your region where you live, it may be a different day, but basically it is Baked Potato Day, the day you feel like a baked potato, and it's the hottest day of the year. And in Texas, we have a number of these days leading up to that baked potato day. Now, for our sports report today, I have some very, very good news. Major League Baseball, the owners and the players, have agreed to a 60-game season, yes, we've suffered through corona, and now they're uh, ending lockdown partially, various rules in different parts of the country, states, and world. But the owners and the players have agreed on a 60-game season uh, starting July 3rd and 24th, uh, and leading up to a playoffs and the World Series. Now, how the games are going to be scheduled, we don't know yet. But as of today, good news, my glorious Texas Rangers are scheduled to have a season. And we have a new uh, indoor a stadium, a dome. So we're very, very excited about that. Now, that concludes the sports report for today. Now, the Bluebell Ice Cream Price Index 
Oh, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. Another sip of Dr. Pepper. This is, of course, a live broadcast. It is uh, what we call uh, reality, uh, real talking. So, uh, excuse me that Dr. Pepper came back to haunt me a little bit. So, verbal reality here. Uh, but continuing on, excuse me. So let me continue on. The uh, Bluebell Ice Cream Price Index over at the CVS, a chain here, a drugstore chain here in uh, Austin, awesome Austin, Texas. You can get two pints of uh, Bluebell Ice Cream for $5, and that is a very, very good deal. Now, let us continue on here. Uh, yes, this is July 5th. This is part of Ju uh, July 4th weekend, our Independence Day here in the United States. July 4th being yesterday, celebrations. Doug the Neighbor and Jojo Bear had some uh, hamburgers cooked on the grill last night with some neighbors, so it was just absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic, and we're doing this podcast today in honor of America. Now, as most of you know, I am an immigrant. I was born in Canada, so I uh, changed my life at a very young age uh, and moved to uh, the United States and uh, sought my citizenship and so that I could finish college in El Paso, then move on to Dallas, New York City, and now awesome Austin, Texas. So I love America, and my decision to become an American was to fur help further my education and the opportunities that I saw as an 18-year-old uh, where I saw a, a future for myself in the United States, and it's been a, a glorious ride. I've had a lot of fun, some ups and downs, but many, many opportunities. And right here, this podcast is through the Anchor platform, Anchor system, and uh, 20 years ago, to have your own radio show was would have been very, very difficult. Uh, you would have uh, major stations, networks, that sort of stuff. But now with technology, now with opportunity, I have my own podcast, Doug the Neighbor. So the opportunities that America has to offer, I have been taking uh, a part in and taking advantage of ever since about age 18 when I applied for my citizenship. I saw opportunities to come to America and further my life. I am very, very grateful for all the things that have happened to me in the United States. Very, very much so. And the wonderful people I have met during my time in the United States, and I have no plans on leaving. Uh, my final days will be here in awesome Austin, Texas, but right now I just enjoy doing my podcast, a opportunity that came through American technology, very appreciative of that. Uh, the Doug the Neighbor social program is in is on Instagram. It's on YouTube. Uh, I do a blog on Medium. It's now on Medium. 
too many problems on Blogger, just way too many problems making that uh, blog work. So I switched to Medium, and I am very, very happy. Believe me, the Medium blog took me about five to ten minutes to connect everything and post a blog. That's how quick it was. So Doug the Neighbor is now on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, the Anchor podcast system, and on Medium. Okay, so let's begin our podcast today. Kind of a fun thing. I thought I would look at uh, some historical aspects of the Declaration of Independence. I found some very, very interesting facts. I'm a big history buff, so if you contact me and you have some more information concerning uh, little odd tidbits concerning the Declaration of Independence, I am always interested in that. As somebody said, I have the curiosity of a five-year-old. Why? Who? How's that doing? Absolutely true. I enjoy reading about history, and for this podcast titled USA, I have come up with uh, some very interesting facts. Now, Yes, the colonies were, uh, you know, founded, uh, discovered by the British, and they were the 13 colonies, and over a series of, uh, series of incidences and time, and who was going to control who, they got to the point of a declaration of independence from the British crown. Uh, George III was the reigning monarch at that time. So a lot of this stuff that you have read in history and leading up to the Declaration of Independence uh, is common knowledge. We know I found some other interesting information I did not know and I'd like to share it with you. So here we go. Okay. Now in 1776, the population of the United States the 13 colonies, was two and a half million people. I did not know that. I thought it was a lot less. That's, But over the uh, 13 colonies, about two and a half million. It did not state uh, in that particular factoid uh, how many of those were Native Americans spread throughout the rest of the country. It just stated two and a half million people in what is... I would assume, the uh, 13 colonies. Now, the largest city was Philadelphia with 40,000 people. New York City had 25,000. Boston was a much smaller at 15,000 people. And surprisingly, Charleston, North Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, was uh, 12,000 people. Now, Charleston was a harbor, uh, an inland a port, so they uh, brought a lot of goods in and out of Charleston. That's why uh, their uh, city was so big. And then Newport, Rhode Island, where they built a lot of ships there on the, uh, I, I would assume that's part of the Long Island Inlet, uh, I'm not real sure, but just Newport, uh, Rhode Island, uh, had 11,000 people. So that, that was the distribution of the population from Philadelphia at 40,000 down to Newport, the surprise being Charleston. Okay, there were 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence. Now, they didn't actually sign it on July 4th. Interesting note, 
Thomas Jefferson was part who got credit for writing the Declaration of Independence, but he was part of a committee of five people that wrote it, and that was Jefferson, John Adams, Ben Franklin, Robert Livingston, and Roger Sherman. Now, Robert Livingston never signed it, and I could not find why that was so, but Thomas Jefferson got the credit for writing the Declaration of Independence, but the uh, it was a committee of about five people, and the uh, majority of the phrasing came from two sources, the Virginia Constitution, uh, Continental Constitution, and some great words by John Locke, who was an essayist, a historian, uh, and uh, wrote wrote some things. So that's kind of where that uh, the key uh, phrasing came from. And then it was a, a, a set before the Continental Congress on uh, July 2nd. It was agreed on July 4th. Some people signed it, but the majority of them signed it on August 2nd. Now, that's kind of interesting. It's almost a month later that they had a formal signing. I didn't, did not know that. Now, what happened was that a man, uh, the oldest man to sign it was Ben Franklin, who was 70 years old. And the two youngest people, now this is a surprise, I did not know this, Thomas Lynch and Edward Rutledge from South Carolina were both 26 years old. So uh, that's fairly young. That's almost a 44-year uh, spread uh, between ages of Ben Franklin and Thomas Lynch and Edward uh, Edward Rutledge of South Carolina, both being 26. That's kind of an interesting spread there. Now, also, uh, there were uh, about uh, 200 uh, copies of the Declaration of Independence that was printed up by a man named John Dunlap. He was the printer, and he pr put up printed up about 200 uh, what are known as broadsides. And those were distributed through the uh, 13 colonies to be read to the town folk. Uh, and this, of course, was way before newspapers, way before telegraphs. So they had to be delivered by coach or pony uh, horse rider and then read in the town square by a prominent person. George Washington read his copy uh, there in, in New York City where he was the commander. But there were about 200 Dunlap broadsides printed up and as of now there's only 26 that are known copies, the rest lost to history. But two of those copies were found in the last 25 years, which is kind of interesting. So, uh, you know, if you go through Grandma's attic someday, you may find the a copy of the uh, John Dunlap broadsides the, uh, of the Declaration of Independence. I find that very, very interesting. And currently, the uh, original... Uh, or one of the major copies of the, uh, uh, of the Declaration of Independence 
uh, is now at the National Archives, and it was moved there in 1952. I couldn't find out where it was before that. I do know that it was in Fort Knox <clears throat> during World War II, so there must be a long history of where this, uh, these, these, this valuable paper was. I was very fortunate to go to Washington, D.C. as a young, young child. I was about 10 years old and toured Washington, D.C., all of the monuments, and very, very inspiring. And I would suggest to any American or citizen, world citizen from around the world to travel to Washington, D.C. and take a look at the monuments, the buildings, absolutely impressive, absolutely fantastic. So that's a little bit of information concerning the uh, Declaration of Independence, 1776, July 4th, a date that will live forever for what we stand for of democracy and human rights. And again, I am an immigrant. I came to the United States for schooling and opportunity in my life, and I am very appreciative of the life I have had here in the United States. Uh, I have a novel that I wrote. I never, I don't feel I would have written it elsewhere because of the incidences in my life that uh, that were part of the novel. I have written and produced and directed a feature-length film that called Two Top that is on YouTube. I have this podcast. I have an Instagram page, TikTok page. Yes, Doug the Neighbor does some crazy dances on TikTok. And I have a blog where I do some writing on Medium. So the opportunities that the United States has given me and of can be afforded by anyone who was willing to educate themselves and work work for them and to uh, enjoy the benefits of America. This United States is the place to be. And I am very, very appreciative. God bless America. Call your mother. Make her smile. I'm Doug the Neighbor.